are you obese as a company? Not, not physically obese, but is your company obese? Is your company overweight? Have you been this way and just don't even realize it? I'm going to tell you about <laughs> a paradigm shift in your brain that I think will resonate. And it's related to percentages and numbers and how they can really confuse the brain to think, oh, that's good or oh, that's bad because you're talking percentages or numbers. So bear with me. I, I promise this will not be a math test podcast. My name is John Millen. I'm a managing partner at Millen Group. I do this benefit, benefit, hackers, benefit hackers podcast. I'm outside in the morning and I have my best thoughts after I've had two five-hour energies. No, just kidding. Um, but I do. I, I have these things and it's just hit me because I had a conversation yesterday. So let me tell you what happened. And I think this is really going to help because when you hear percentages and you hear numbers, your brain will will take that in different ways. And, and if you're not familiar with that and not aware of it, it can be deceiving. So here's the context. I'm emailing a CEO over the past few days. We're talking about healthcare. That's what we do. Talking about, you know, what do you spend in? And it's just kind of high level discussion type stuff. What do you spend in with this and that? And the natural thing that comes up is what has your renewal increase percentages been like? And they said, been pretty good the last couple of years, single digits. So I'm like, oh, I'll go up like six, seven, eight percent. So this is an email, right? So it's high level, it's not too deep. And just having a conversation. And yeah, I'm like, oh, that's really good. And my reaction was, that's good. Versus what, they, what could they say? What I see in other places is it's been 15% a year or 12% or 25%, whatever, more, more. But single digits, I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. And so my thought is, but are you already obese or are you underweight? Are you anorexic or are you obese? Are you underweight or overweight? Maybe I should be say it like that. How are you doing? Because it matters. The percentage matters based on what the base is, the base amount. So you can't, you can't say a high percentage or a low percentage is good or bad. It's relative to whatever the base is. So here's the analogy that I thought of this morning. And hopefully this will have a paradigm brain shift for you. You take one person that's 100 pounds in weight. You take another person that's 300 pounds. The person that's 100 gains 21% weight. They then added 21% of 100 is 21 pounds. Now they weigh 121 pounds. Is that good? It sounds like it's bad because it's you gain 21% body weight. That's a big jump, right? That's If I told you I gained 21% of my weight in the last month, you'd be like, what's going on? What's wrong? Your brain normally says that's, that there's something wrong with that. That's not good. But I started at 100 pounds. So really, John, you need to gain another 21 or 30 or 40 pounds. You're underweight. You're six feet. You are so underweight. That's not healthy. You got to gain more. That's not enough. Now let's contrast that to someone that weighs 300 pounds. And they say, you know what? I only gained seven pounds over this last year. You know, I went on vacation. We had, you know, during COVID and... You know, I was stressed out and like, Hey, I got it, man. You know, seven, that seven percent, that's not too bad, you know, but seven percent of 300 is how many pounds? 21 pounds. It's the same 21 pounds, but now you're 321 pounds and assume that that person 
should not be 300 pounds. Let's say it's me. I should not be 300 pounds. And if it was me, you'd be like, John, you're, you're obese, man. You got to stop. 7% is bad. Your baseline is too high. You're 300 pounds. We got to get you down to 200 pounds. You got to lose 100 pounds. But yet your brain says, it's good. And that, that is, the, is the connection I want to make as it relates to anything, sales growth, um, increasing in your costs or expenses, whatever the, whatever the thing is you're measuring, you have percentages and you have dollars or your percentages and numbers. They're different. And it's like if I said, my company is growing 500% month over month, you might be like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I just started. I only had $1 sales. Now I have five, $5 sales. And then I have $25 to sale. Oh, versus if I said, Hey, I own a company and we're growing at 3% a year. You might be like, Oh, that's barely keeping up with inflation. They am Coca-Cola though. So I've, we're like billions of dollars. So it's actually a lot more money because it's the base is so big at 3%. Do you see my point? It's so easy for our brains to get confused. And this comes up when I was talking to the CEO, but when I talk to a lot of people, it's not just that. It's a lot of conversations. This just triggered it for me. We're doing good. It's a natural reaction. Either A, you're in charge of the program. So, you know, you've been managing it and there's some ownership there that, yeah, we've been doing pretty good because I've been responsible for it. So if I tell you it's not going doing very good, then I tell you I'm not doing my job and I could be fired or get in trouble. That's human nature. And I try to tell people, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Anytime I go into stuff, I'm going to tell what I'm about to tell you is not your fault that you don't know this. You're not designed to know this. The $4.3 trillion healthcare ecosystem is designed to make more money as your costs go up. You're not supposed to know this. It's not a conspiracy. It's, it's economics. It is true. Do your own research and make your own conclusion. But when is the last time you had United Healthcare, Anthem, or anyone, or a pharmaceutical company come and go, you know what, we want, we want to try to lower your costs. So going up 12% a year on average, we want to go down 12% voluntarily. Never happens. And it won't happen in the current environment unless you change strategies. So I'm not going to divert into that. So percentages. And so if you're only growing, your renewals are only single digit. And that's the wording I hear. It's, only, it's been pretty good. It's not bad. We're kind of happy, you know, we can't do much better than 8%. Our broker said we can't. That's pretty good. Our broker said, our broker said, your broker is not the person you should be asking. You should be saying, but I'm 300 pounds. You're telling me 7% is good, Mr. Broker, Mrs. Broker, but I'm 300 pounds. How can you say that? Shouldn't you be telling me I've got to lose 100 pounds? I've got to lose 30% of my body weight to be healthy. Why do you keep telling me that 7% gain is good? Because that person has no vested financial interest in you losing 100 pounds. It's economics. It's hard sometimes for people to, even for me, to, to want to believe this. I'm like, why does the world have to be like this? Why can't we just help people? And then, then if you do good work, you get paid and you have a good life. Like, why can't it just be natural like that? I get frustrated. I get depressed about it. Not depressed. I get upset. I'm like, why, why does it always have to be a financial 
And I do it myself, so I'm not saying I'm immune to it. I have to do it too. I'm like, why can't you just say, man, you need to lose some weight? Well, it's the same reason why doctors just give prescriptions for stuff and they don't, they don't tell you, look, don't come back unless you lose weight. Like, you're not listening to me. You got to lose weight and get your blood pressure down versus just giving you a med and it's still high. It's, it's just the way sometimes life is. So you have to break out of the status quo mold and think differently. Use, use your own creative analysis. And this is an example when it comes to healthcare. Because my reaction was, what is your per employee per year metric? And people are like, what is that? And I've talked about this before. This is not a secret. This is an industry benchmarking tool that no one's talking about. Well, I should say no one, but you may not have heard about it. P-E-P-Y. We call it PEPI. It's a metric. It's a quick measurement. It's like a BMI. It's like BMI for your weight. It's PEPI's like for your healthcare. Right there, I just made it up. It's pretty good. So you take, I'll tell you how to calculate it. It's very simple. You take your total annual healthcare insurance spend or costs all in. You don't break, don't just use yours, the company, like total, because you're responsible for the whole thing. Even if your employees are paying for it, you have a fiduciary liability. So you take the whole cost for insurance for the year and you add to that number HSA money. So if you're giving everybody HSA money, you have to add that to the number because that's like, giving them insurance because you're paying for expenses. So you raise the deductible to do that. So you got to count that money. If you have secondary insurance or gap insurance you're paying for, you add that. I would even argue if your employees are putting HSA money in that maybe you could add that or flexible spending count, but let's leave that out. Don't put that in there. If you have HRA money for reimbursing out-of-pocket medical expenses, you put that in from the company. So you have this total. So let's say... It's $1.5 million. And then you divide that number by the number of employees on your medical plan. Just the employee record, not Bob has three kids, so it's four people. It's Bob. You just add up and you kind of don't worry about the kids and the spouses and the mix of all that. You just say, all right, 1.5 million. And we have 100 people on our plan, 100 employees, not members, but 100 employees. What is the PEPY? You divide them. It's $15,000 per employee per year, healthcare costs. And that tells you where you rank. Now, it doesn't mean it's a perfect system because you might have a demographic in your company that says that's, that's actually not bad because you know what? You have big bones and so your BMI is going to be a little higher. So that's not bad. It's rel- You have to analyze it. But sometimes I do this and I just did this the other day with a company. It was $22,000. And I knew immediately that is so high. I can tell you without even, there's no way your group has a bunch of 60 year olds because it didn't. Like if you had all 65 year old people on your plan, it's possible it could be that high because you're using the plan, but that, that wasn't the case. It's 36 people. So you're way overpaying, but we're only getting small increases. Doesn't matter. Now in this case, they were getting 19%. So that's my, that's my tip. And I hope you take this to heart because you will get tricked as soon as you bring this up. You got to be ready for it. You talk to your advisor and I get it. Everyone has a broker advisor, consultant, whoever you're using. You ask them and be prepared. They're going to say, you know, you should be lucky because some of my clients are getting 30%. We all have a story of a big, big, big increase. We all have that. But you're obese, man. Come on. Uh, Yeah, I have a friend that's a thousand pounds, but... 
doesn't mean that you're a thousand pounds. It just means you're 300 pounds. You're, you shouldn't be. You're with your body mass in, you're six feet in regular frame. John, you're 300 pounds. You should be 200 pounds. I don't care that you have friends that are 500 pounds. I'm telling you, you, that's not you. But the system will not tell you that. And you gotta be where, you gotta be ready for this because it could, you're like, wait, why are they saying that? Actually, medical trend is 10%. See, I can spin it both ways. You know what, Bob? Medical trend is 10% last year, 2022. It's going to be probably that or higher. Where the experts are saying it's going to be over 10%. And that is a true statement. That is nothing factually incorrect about the medical trend rate is about 10%. But that doesn't mean that you have to take that or that you can't do things to lower your base. Because if you're paying $2 million and you get 10% increase, it's a very different calculation than if you're spending a million dollars and you're getting a 10% increase. If you chop off a million dollars of your spend without gutting your coverage, which is what this is all about. If you've ever listened to me, it's not about gutting coverage. We're not skinning networks. Those things did not work. You've done that already. I don't need to tell you about that. If you want to do that, do that on your own. But there are new strategies. There are ways of, of looking at this differently. But if you've never been told them... Just because you haven't heard of them before doesn't mean they're not true. Just because you just had never heard of them doesn't mean they all fit. Doesn't mean they all work. But you have a different conversation with someone that does not have a vested interest in your cost going up. You look for someone that gets paid a fee, either a flat fee, a monthly fee, a fee per employee, something that's not triggered based on your spend. All right, that's it. Hope this is valuable. Let me let me know. Give me a comment or something. If this is helpful, pass this on because this, this is math and this is business math, but it's also personal math and it's also health, right? Like what gaining weight. So I hope this context next time you think of, Oh, you're, you're only getting, you're going to hear that. I, I've even said it before and I comes out of my mouth. You guys are only getting an 8% increase. That's under medical tread. I think we should take it. Now, sometimes side note. That's the only option. Sometimes you're in a small group category where you don't have any other plays and that's, you just take it. Like that's your option. Sorry. It's just the reality that you're in a small group. You have 20 people enrolled and you have 30 total eligible and level funding is not an option. And self funding is not a good option. RBP is not a good option. And maybe an ICRA is not a good option. And it's the only option is fully insured. And that's the best for you. Just take it. Shopping the rate, shopping the market won't help because they're all about the same the first year. You know, they're going to fluctuate, but they're all going to be around 8% increase. So you just take it, move on and not worry about it, not spend 40 hours trying to reduce the specialist or increase the specialist copay to save $2. All right. Hope that helps. Check us out. Millingroup.com.